Boy, can I help you? Listen up. I'm bringing you the best content to ever exist in the door-to-door industry from sales, leadership, recruiting, and personal development. Why would I need that? Because never before have we been able to collaborate with the top experts in their industries, sharing their secrets and techniques on what makes them the best. Wait, who, who are you? I'm your host, Sam Taggart, creator of the DDD Experts and DDDCon. Is there a place we can sit down? Well, come on in. What's up, everybody? Um, I'm here with Eric Chandler, and I'm Sam Taggart. For those of you guys that don't know me with the DDD Podcast, we're going live right now. So uh, hop on, share this, invite your friends, like this, because we're about to dive into some awesome content. So Eric has a unique uh, background, and we're going to dive into really how it can maximize your sales abilities and your sales performance as a leader and as reps in a unique way. So Eric is the founder of Cutting Edge Gifts, and what he does is he takes, and we'll dive a little bit more into it, but I, I think it's really unique, is he, he takes gifting and, and branding and custom, custom gifts and helps, you know, helps companies basically have a strategy on how to increase their retention so they have lower cancellation rate, which is great for roofing, great for solar, great for you know two-touch type clothes, real estate, things like that. And he also increases referrals because a lot of times, you know, people are like, "Hey, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you uh, you refer some people." And there's a low strategy, there's low competency to that that method, and he takes it to a new level and is seeing different results. And so we're going to basically dive into how he does that, how he strategizes with companies, and really how it benefits. Uh, our industry. As the leading distributor of structural pest control, Univar provides training, services, and an arsenal of products to help you grow. Our 80 years of experience and industry-leading resource, PestWeb.com, provide unmatched opportunities for your company to succeed. Learn more at PestWeb.com or call 1-800-888-4897. So, uh, welcome, welcome on the show, and uh, tell us a little bit about how you kind of got into the gifting, like how you started this, why did it turn into this company, Cutting Edge Gifts? Yeah, man. Well, thanks for having me. First off, I yeah. appreciate it. Um, yeah, so I actually started off as a Cutco sales rep uh, with Cutco and kind of went through that process. I've done thousands of in-home presentations with Cutco. And then uh, they had a program that I got into after I ran a branch office with them where we would help agents, real estate agents, brand their business with the Cutco product, right? Um, because people were moving every five to seven years and it was important for uh, their client to have their contact information. That was the number one reason why people didn't reuse the same realtor. They just didn't know how to contact them. So we used Cutco product. And then I realized like there were some people that just didn't want to give a Cutco knife. And I was like, well, what else could we use to help people grow their business or retain clients through gifting? So I sourced a few different products and then um, I actually partnered with a few people, uh, some veterans. We came up with a uh, veteran-made cutting board brand to help people do this and then we came up with a ton of different products and we grew so much that uh, you know at that point we were outsourcing our fulfillment and now we do our own fulfillment in-house and really it was just seeing an opportunity of how I can serve at a higher level taking action and uh, growing to now where we have thousands of uh, different businesses where we help them increase client retention uh, increase referral rates uh, create a culture of raving fans through these different strategies cool so that, I mean, it's such a unique opportunity that you found a niche and you said, hey, like, I'm good at gifting, but there's better ways to kind of like maximize this. So tell us a little bit about, I, I just kind of rapid fire fun, fun questions that kind of came to my mind is what's been the favorite gift that you've given and, and kind of a, maybe a unique story that came of that? Hmm. The most unique gift I've given. Okay. So, well, um, 
actually personally like yeah. Giffen, or okay. you've seen given maybe well yeah. i mean i don't know i mean the, the one that i i feel like hit home most I, like six months ago i climbed mount kilimanjaro uh oh, with, cool. with a group of buddies and uh we got these uh these tumblers and we actually engraved it with uh, huru peak that's the very top and i put the date and the uh and a picture of the mountain with a star on it and put mount kilimanjaro the date that we were there and and gave it to them and, uh, you know, I, I feel like that was a really great gift because I was tying a personal experience yeah. with a physical product that they can use every day. That's uh, so and they, cool. they, the response, you know, they both texted me, called me, and they were just, you know, it was really cool because it was an experience that we all, uh, you know, enjoyed together. And uh, that was awesome. a physical, memorable So did piece. you take just the normal route up Kilimanjaro? I did Kilimanjaro when I was like 15. And yeah. I just remember you're up at the... What's that last Gilman's Point or whatever? Is that t- like you're Huru 45 Peak. minutes, but you're 45 oh, yeah, yeah. Gilman's minutes. Point, Gilman's yeah. Point, you're 45 minutes from the top, and uh-huh. I'm sitting there going, I swear I had like altitude sickness, and I'm like, there's no way. I'm pretty much to the top. It's like a volcano, <laughs> so it's, you literally feel like you're at the top because it's like, we're not even going up in elevation. Like, well, it is a little higher of elevation. We need to go over there. Yeah. And you're like, no, I'm just, I'm fine. I made it. I went up that freaking hell's ladder that just yeah. like switchbacks out the wazoo yeah. and you're like, screw this. Yeah. Did you go up in like midnight, like dark? like mm-hmm. From 12 to 6 a.m. Yeah. I remember just walking just like freezing. Why did I do this? Yeah, you're just uh. like, this sucks. Switchbacks like just for days and you're just like, this yeah. is It's the like worst. the water in your water bottle. You're like, oh, I'm thirsty. There's like the water's frozen. You can't drink it. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. No, that, we'll have to jam on that in a minute. But um, so dive into... Kind of what have some been, been some of the experiences that you've witnessed from gifting, like the the reciprocation where people are like, wow, that that I've never seen anybody give me something like that, like that you maybe witnessed or clients of yours have seen. Yeah. Um, so I mean, we've seen you know the, the you know we've seen people send me like screenshots of texts where they're getting a gift that we helped the client with. And they're like, literally, coolest gift I ever got. Like, it brought tears to my eyes. And I was like, wow, that kind of blew me away. Yeah. Um, uh, but really just seeing, like, clients reaching out telling me that their clients are calling them with gratitude and appreciation. And, um, you know, that, that, that right there, that's, that's the one thing is when I hear people saying, like, yeah, hey, like, my clients are texting me about these things or they're calling me about these things. And it's not just like a thanks. It's like, wow, wow, that, that was great. I hit home. So what's the psychology behind gifting? Like why gift? Why a knife? Why, uh, you know, maybe like some of the other things that you do, like what's the psychology behind it? So, well, like, you know, like why a knife or why a product? Like, so a lot of people when it comes to gifting, they think about, you know, what am I going to give? And where you really need to start is how do I want to make them feel, right? Um, that's going to be way more impactful. Um, you know, and there's different gifting strategies and what's the message that I'm trying to get to my client, right? Is it that, hey, I'm gonna serve you forever, right? So one of the things that we've done with the Cutco knife, for example, it's guaranteed forever. And we'll use that and, and, and associate like the, the, how it's gonna be around forever and used forever, how I wanna be the person that serves you with this service for the rest of your life or the rest of my career. Yeah. Um, you know, we can also change that messaging, you know, for example, um, in the solar industry where we can use that knife and say, hey, we're looking to help you cut out uh, your electric bill forever. Right. Or um, so it's really the messaging behind it uh, that makes the gift really impactful. What's some of the other products you've used other than knives that you've seen like effective? Um, you know, so we have the, the, the Wumi Vet Boards. They're handmade by veterans in Wilmington, North Carolina, and all the wood comes from the Appalachian Mountains. Um, and we actually take a percentage of those funds to uh, invest back into the veteran community. And um, that always gets 
t hits, hits home for a lot of people. And, and I think the customization from it, right? So like, you know, a lot of people with gifts are like, yeah, let's just throw our logo on it. And, you know, they're going to love it. And it's, it, you know, there's a place for that. But really, like when you can customize it to speak to the individual, right? Um, you know, for example, one time I had a, a client is like, hey, there's this really big prospect I need to get in the door with. Um, you know, I don't know much about her, but I know that she likes, she's passionate about ballroom dancing. And, you know, again, it's, it's like, well, how can we take this product that we can customize? He didn't say that she likes to cook, but we're going to take this cutting board and we put, my kitchen is for dancing. And we put a ballroom dancer on the bottom right corner. So that speaks to her, yes. right? So more than like what it is that you give, it's how can you, how can you give them something that speaks to them emotionally? That's cool. Yeah. And then in return, as you speak to them emotionally, what, what does that do for a sales rep or a company? What, what benefits come from something like that? Um, well, I think what it does is it creates, I mean, there's several things that it do. Yeah. Like when you give something that's custom made like that, uh, it shows that like for them, they're like, wow, they didn't just like pick this off the store shelf. They, they had this made just for me. So it gives them, it makes them feel a little more special. Um, and it also creates some reciprocity. When we use these gifting strategies to generate leads, for example, um, you know, like one of the strategies that we use is um, we'll take, you know, it could be the Better Made Cutting Board. We have other products that we'll use and we'll custom engrave them. We'll send them, for example, after a job, after an install, for example. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, you know, a lot of people want to use incentives on the front end and it's kind of like a this for that. Yeah. Right. And it's, it's, it's expected. Right. So when you can do something that's not expected, it can create that reciprocity. Right. It's like. Uh, so and then what we'll do is we'll send that gift, that custom engraved gift to them with a handwritten note um, with whatever kind of messaging that's, you know, necessary for, the, for that specific business. And then we'll put a note that says, please call me to confirm this is delivered correctly, right? So we're not like calling our clients. We're trying to engineer a gifting strategy that gets them to call us. Okay. And they're calling you like, oh my gosh, thank you. That, you didn't, that was not necessary. But, you know, and now there's that reciprocity relationship. We can use that to check in with them, you know, um, generate leads, direct them to an online review, and they're way more likely to do it or want to contribute because of what you just did for them. Yeah. No, that's, that's powerful. What, um, what other strategies? Like, when is it a good time to give? And, mm -hmm. like, let's start there and then have another question to follow up with that. But, okay. like, what strategies have you found effective for using gifts? Um, so one strategy that works really well uh, is our campaigns. Okay. It's this is where we link a series of gifts dropped over a period of time tied with that powerful messaging. Um, and so, you know, whether it's a, a, a wine tool that you're sending and saying, hey, it's time to celebrate because of X, Y, Z, right? Your, you know, your job is completed or your loan approval is approved, right? Yeah. Um, you know, metal engraved thank you cards um, or the, uh, you know, there's a series of different things. Like I said, it just really depends on, 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 the, on the company and what the, what the outcome they're looking for is. But that's creative. Like, what other ideas have you come up with? I like the whole wine thing or the, you know, time to set, like certain touch points that yeah. you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so it's different. Like, you know, for example, um, you know, in real estate, it's like, you know, we'll do like an anniversary gift, right? So it's been, hey, it's been one year since we had the opportunity to serve you. Um, we hope that you enjoyed your home as much as we enjoyed serving you or something like that. Just something to reconnect and create yeah. that top of mind awareness, really. Um, but like the campaigns, um, tumblers, like, it, you know, and it's, it's not like there's a huge variety of options that we choose from. A lot of people think like, you know, you have to have, you know, a ton of different things when really, like I said, it's more the customization and the messaging that makes the impact. Yeah. So what about 
price range. You know, a lot of people are like, what's my ROI, right? So it's like, do I spend $300 on this gift or do I spend $10 and do more? Like, mm -hmm. what have you found is like, how do you calculate an ROI essentially to know what price range you should be spending on a gift? So um, typically I would look at the, look at it and say, well, like, what's, what's my profit on working with this individual, right? Like if they're giving you, you know, 5,000, 10,000, $50,000, like it's going to be different than somebody who's giving you just a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. So typically it's, I would recommend you want to reinvest about two to 5% of uh, the profits back into the relationship through the strategic appreciation or lead gener generating strategies. And the other thing is like, you know, um, what's our ROI, right? Well, let's see, like how much, how, what's the profit on, on a product, uh, on, on a client obtaining a new client. Yeah. Right. And how many of these would have to drop to generate one lead? Yeah. Right. And then just calculating that and making sure that you're still in profit, profit mode. Have you kind of, do you already have some of that data you can share with us as far as like maybe solar or real estate or roofing or have you seen like, okay, so for every, let's say it's a hundred dollar gift for every time you give something, you're going to get typically one lead per customer or five leads per customer. Have you like found any stats or data on that? Yeah. So, so specifically real estate, cause that's been the niche yeah. that we've served for okay. the longest period of time. Um, you know, like, like, like the Cutco product, right? Um, it's guaranteed forever and it's going to be with them forever. And yeah, uh, my realtor gave me a Cutco knife when I closed on my house. So that's, awesome. why, that's why I was like, it's been done on me. Yeah. And I, and I love it. It's, it's a, do you remember your realtor's name? Yeah. Jimmy Rex, but he, there and, you go. and, but he did one of the spatula like things that, uh -huh. and I like use it as a knife more than a spatula because yeah. it's, I don't know. I just liked it. So I still use it all the yeah. time. So it's like, okay, so what's the cost of that gift? Let's say it was a hundred bucks, right? So um, if you give out 10 of these and you retained just one of those clients because of this, they had your contact information. You also got to think about what's the compound effect of giving these to every single client over a period of years, yeah. right? And if you just got retained, not even got a new client, just retained one of those clients that moved again with you five years down the road, well, it cost you a thousand bucks to give out 10 of those and you retained one and now you got, let's say $5,000 from it. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it's and it's not just one thing, right? People like it, there's not it's not like gifting is supposed to add to what you're doing. It's not the end all be all thing, yeah. right? Like yeah, calls are good, cards are good, email, email campaign. campaigns are good, yeah. texting them is good. This is just an addition to what you're doing, right? So it's, yeah, you want to be you want to stand out. There's a shock and awe factor where mm -hmm. I think you know speaking of this, like most salespeople, they don't take their job as like, I'm a professional salespeople, especially in door-to-door. -door. A lot of door-to-door -door people are like, I hope I never see that person again, which is crazy to me. And I'm sitting there going, that can be, and I got in this trap too. Like, I'd be like, I got a deal. Never, I made my money. I'm gone. Like, yeah. And it's, but it's like, what if we could powerfully leverage our network? Like we're building trust. We're creating a customer with happy, you know, a happy service and we're just we're doing ourselves a disservice by not keeping that relationship. Yeah. Oh it's, it's wild. You'd be you'd be amazed. Like if you're watching this or listening to this, like I want you to ask yourself, like, is that you? Like, are you hiding from your customers instead of like embracing them, creating a raving fan? Yeah, it's yeah. wild. You know what's so funny is because when I first started in Cutco, that was my mentality. It was like, oh, they just bought a big set. Oh, I hope they don't cancel. Oh, I'm gonna yeah, attend this. Exactly. Like, I don't want to. I don't want to talk to them because there's like this fear. Yeah. When really it's like if I just show them this gratitude and this appreciation and cultivate that relationship, well, like there's potential to do more business with them. And if the conversation ever comes up about what I do. They're gonna be like, oh, you gotta talk to my dude Eric. 
Exactly. Right? So they're the advocates for you in the community, right, when you're not around. Which is powerful, and that's what we all want. That's yeah. why I'm like, it's, it's mind-blowing to see how poor we're trained on creating your advocates in your areas. Yeah, Jim Rohn said, you know, fortunes are in the follow-up, right? Like, why would we leave, you know, we, t- we spend so much time and energy and money, like, trying to obtain your client. Why would you not retain the client and, like, generate as much business from that relationship as possible? 100%. And so that kind of segues us into a different type of client, which would be a connector. So, for example, Eric's done a really good job at networking through thousands of realtors throughout the country, and that would essentially be a connector for, you know, a home service, because most of the people that go door-to-door and direct sales are doing, like, a, a home service product, right? And, you know, talk to us a little bit of how you've built this network of realtors, because a lot of times, it's like, if we had a network of realtors that are all buying and selling homes all the time. It's like, hey, this guy just moved in. He needs a security system. He needs pest control. He needs this, right? If we could create these networks and these relationships, we can have the advocates of connectors in our, in our network. So talk to us a little bit about, like, what's the first step to get your foot in the door in a network of realtors? Yeah, so, um, you know, the first thing I would say is just, um, you know, sponsoring meetings. So, like, knowing the real estate, like, we work with hundreds of different offices, and we started from scratch, like, getting in, right? And most of these real estate offices have uh, regular office meetings. So it's really just understanding like they have these meetings and they have people in to sponsor these meetings, people that could bring value to their office or to their clients, right? Yeah. Um, so like calling an office and just saying, hey, like this is what we do. This is this is the value that we bring. You have to bring value, right? You can't just call and just be like, hey, I'm going to come over here because I need to build my business. It's kind of like, hey, I'm calling because this is how I can serve you. And I was just wondering if I can come in your office and speak for a few minutes. Hey, I'll bring breakfast for everybody, and it'll be a great time. Um, and then, and then once you once you get there and you, you share that value, like a lot of these offices have preferred partner programs. Yeah. Right. So if imagine if you were a preferred partner at a real estate office where every single agent in that office is like, oh yeah, who does our home security systems? Oh yeah, that's our buddy Jim. Right. Yeah. Boom. Like. <laughs> yeah. Um, doing that, and then and then. Um, yeah, sponsoring their meetings, uh, bringing value to them. Uh, you know, how do you find out when their meetings are? Who's usually the one that's like so, head of that? Yeah, so 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 typically, like most office meetings across the country and real estate across the board, not all of them, but I'd say the vast majority of them are Tuesday mornings at nine o'clock, right? That's crazy. So yeah, we've never done this, that's right? New. So Tuesday so, at nine. <laughs> and so here's the thing: is like when you call that office. And you're like, yeah, hey, um, you know, we like sometimes I would leverage like the fact that I work with other ins- other other offices, and I'm just like, yeah, hey, uh, we're out to see some of the other offices, real estate offices in the area, sponsoring their Tuesday morning meetings. The fact that you know that, yeah, like they're like, oh, this guy's on the in, right? Like, he just knows, and knowing that, that it's in their culture to allow sponsors in, so just calling in, uh, yeah. <laughs> we're in San Francisco. Anything yeah. can happen right now. Um, yeah, so we're talking about um, yeah, calling and then uh, doing that. Or sometimes we're like, oh, well, we have closed meetings. Say, hey, well, there's a, can I sponsor a lunch and learn? Or, hey, I really have a value that I feel like I can bring, and I just want a few minutes. So sometimes it's the front desk person. So the best thing to do is just call and say, hey, um, I was looking to speak to whoever is in charge of setting up sponsors for your office meeting. Would okay. that be you or the, the office manager? Yeah. yeah, and then they'll connect you with them. And then it's just like, hey, I heard you're the person to... Uh, I heard you're the person to speak with about sponsoring meetings because sometimes, you know, you know, it's not as easy as I'm saying. Sometimes I'll give you the runaround, but it's like you ask that question and it confirms it, and then you express your value and what you bring, and 
in, in your intention? Yeah, because I think, I think a lot of times we don't, like, think outside the box. We're, like, door to door to door. And it's interesting. I just did a, a podcast a couple of days ago, um, and it's not, it wasn't live, but it'll be out. Um, and it was a roofer, and he talked about just hitting your market from different angles. Because if you, if you knew that this realtor had a lot of good connections in this nice, rich neighborhood, and you could leverage that relationship, and he could send out, you know, even an email saying, hey, you know, I have a ton of contacts in this area. Hopefully it touches somebody. And then you send out a mailer and then you send out a, you know, maybe you do a Facebook ad target audience in that area and then you go knock the door. I mean, inevitably it's like they're already warmed up for you. And I think, I think a lot of times if we got a little bit more creative and spent maybe 30 minutes to an hour a day thinking like it's like my outside the box window of how am I going to get referrals? How am I going to lower my cancels? How am I going to network into different areas that I'm really not even spending time on and not let it distract from like the grind that we're supposed to be doing, but letting it just, you know, expand our, our, our network or expand our, our influence. I think that that is what's going to create new top reps, hit new levels, hit new benchmarks that I think we've not even yet to see in our industry. Yeah. So it, it, it's, I'm, I'm super grateful that you have been on this and we're going to kind of wrap up, but um, I think a lot of people we think so small and so my job obviously with DDD Podcast is to kind of find those really interesting people out there that are doing things that are disrupting and leveraging that to increase our ability to perform at a high level. So thank you so much. Yeah, like, no problem, man. Is there one last nugget? Like you know our audience, right? So mm-hmm. if there was one last nugget you would recommend or one piece of advice um, to the whole door-to-door industry, what piece of advice would you give them? Hmm... I would have to say, um, tap into a purpose behind what you're doing greater than just making money. Um, so many people are out there to make a quick buck, um, but it's so much more powerful to tap into a purpose that's changing a life or, um, you know, something, something, something much deeper than just making money. So if you can tap into that, it's going to fuel your energy. It's going to, uh, bring more happiness to you and it's going to allow you to serve the world at a much higher level. Cool. Thank you. Hey, and if like uh, Cutting Edge Gifts, go search it on Facebook right now and uh, go add Eric on, on Facebook. You're Feel free to DM him or reach out to him if you're interested on how his services work because it could serve quite a few of you guys. Um, and thank you for having yeah, being man, on my show, dude. man. Thank you, dude. Appreciate it. Oh. <laughs> love it. Okay. Love you guys. Shake. Love. <laughs>